What is up, everybody, and welcome back to M3 Wrestling Podcast. I am the macho brand, Brandon Smith, and joining me today, as always, Kenny the Dragon Gorman. What's up, Kenny? What's up? And uh, to my right, also joining me, like always, Andrew the American Dream, baby, Christensen. <laughs> oh, What's it's, happening? It's great to be here, baby. That's good. That's real good. Ooh, yeah, dig it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that uh, great opening there? Yeah. Mm, uh-huh. Yeah. Dig it. I'll talk about some clubbering. Yeah. We'll just do the whole podcast like this, man. <laughs> uh, I got the macho glasses on, so it just kind of gets me going, you know? We got so much to talk yeah. about. We got so much to talk about. Mm, dig it. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Um, we've got a... We've got a... I want to always say we have an exciting show for you today. And we're going to have an informative show for you today because it's not really an exciting pay-per-view we're going to talk about. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I got to get my hands up like this. Like, um, so today on the podcast, we have, uh, last time out, we talked King of the Ring 96. We've, uh, we've covered a couple WWF pay-per-views, uh, on our, on our, uh, journey to the Attitude Era and the, the hotness of the Monday Night Wars, what led up to them. We decided to, um, decided to switch over to WCW this time out because it's a very significant pay-per-view, um, for at least one reason, and, uh, it plays a big part in the Monday Night Wars and, and how everything took off because at the end of this of this pay-per-view, what happens really sends WCW into a new stratosphere and the WWF has to compete. Compete. Yeah. Uh, thus getting to the Attitude Era. But we're working on that. We're working on we're still in 96, obviously. And uh, yeah, so we're going to review Bash at the Beach in 96 today. Uh, before we get into that real quick, I've got to put uh, Kenny on the spot. Just so he'll be he'll be nervous all of a sudden. Um, we did a we did a Mount Rushmore episode, and you haven't done a, a wrestling podcast with us yet. Do a Macho Movie Madness podcast with us. Do you think just real quick what your Mount Rushmore of wrestling would be? Your top four wrestlers. My top four. Yes. Wrestlers. Can you do that? Stone Cold. Okay. Triple H. Okay. Brock Lesnar. Okay. Randy Orton. Okay. Really, Randy Orton? Huh? Yes. Okay. So I, think, I think Randy Orton's one of the greatest wrestlers. Really? Yes. Very interesting. Okay. Okay. So we so we kind of did a a one together when we did ours. We 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 kind of created a list that we were both good with when we when we went Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, because what he did for the business, right? Not because he's amazing in the ring, but and uh, we did Ric Flair. For the territory Woo! days. For the territory days. And, you know, we left Jerry Lawler off, but that's, you know, which he's kind of on the cusp. Right. And uh, we did Bret Hart for, for our fourth. Finding that fourth one was really hard. Because re- the two of us. We really wanted to put Taker on there. And you also had Sean right. yeah. and Triple H, The Rock. Mm-hmm. You had there's so many. There's too many people. Like, Brock Brock is awesome, too. And I, and I, do, re- I do respect that because... We also put, we didn't put Andre. We talked about Andre. We talked about Luthez. We talked about Luthez. <laughs> we talked about all kinds of stuff. Like, the Brock, Brock was more like Andre's attraction. But Brock Brock probably doesn't get enough credit, uh, even though he is more of the attraction type. Uh, the dude can go. 
Yeah. Yes. He's a freak of nature. He's super strong. He's mm-hmm. super fast. Uh, he's, he is a good competitor, a good wrestler, a good worker. He sells great. He puts people over. He don't just bury people. I mean, he, there's, there's, I think if he doesn't lose that 10 years where he goes to UFC and oh, football. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, he's a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Uh, but anyway, I just figured I'd ask you that since you, you weren't on the podcast yeah. the last few couple times and, uh, it, you know, add length to our podcast is because we're kind of worried about this going a little short because it's not the best pay-per-view. <laughs> it, it isn't. <laughs> One of the guys on our Mount Rushmore, though, is on this pay-per-view, Absolutely. Hulk Hogan. And uh, it's a very big moment in the Hulkster's career. A very big change. Um, first off, I want to, I got some notes here real quick. I want to, I want to go over before we get started on this pay-per-view review. I'm just going to read them real quick. Um, get ready here. So, just uh, just a little FYI for everybody. Just a, just a couple little uh, nice little ditties, you know, little facts. Uh, attendance eight thousand three hundred in attendance in the Ocean Center, Daytona Beach, Florida, was the site of this pay per view. Damn, that's a lot of people. Yeah, it took place on uh, July seventh, nineteen ninety six, and uh, I mean it's not that bad. So I don't know how what the capacity is, but that's pretty. Yeah, so it looked pretty full. Pretty full. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I was going into the eighth grade. Yeah. 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 When we did our, uh, Bash at the Beach 2000 review over on our other podcast, I think it was only like 6,000 for the year was 2000. It? Yeah. Okay. So okay. It shows you how bad they fell off. Oh my God. They, they went so, so high up mm-hmm. so fast. And they fell hard. They fell super hard. Um, uh, before we get into the first match of the night, we had a, uh, a set of matches actually that was not on the pay-per-view they were on main event which was um for those out there who may have heard or have seen heat growing up sunday night heat it's basically what their sunday night heat was and for a little while there in the mid 90s they used it as a precursor to their there's at a sunday night program but they used it as a precursor just like heat to their pay-per-views uh there was a dark match for the night jim powers defeated hugh morris or humorous um as i like to call him ug erection um, huge erection, huge e erection. <laughs> um, so the main event, and and this Kenny's hearing this for the first time. Uh, me and Andrew talked about this earlier. This is from the from the wiki, from Wiki Wick. Um, so the think about the matches just off the top of your head, real quick, before we get into all the reviews. Just think about the matches and who's on this card and some of the matches and how they went. So they put these on the pay per view. These are the matches from main event before the event started. Oh, God. Jim Powers defeats Hugh Morris, which I already mentioned. Bobby Walker beats Billy Kidman. The Rock and Roll Express beats Fire and Ice. Eddie Guerrero beats Lord Steven Regal. (laughs) And Steiners beat Harlem Heat for the WCW tag titles. Um, I don't know who went in. I can't remember who went in with the tag titles on that. I didn't write that down. But the final two matches that you just mentioned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, and I I mentioned those for the reason at the end. Yes. Because those should have been on the pay per view. 100%. Yes. We should have had a Billy Kidman match could have. Oh, 100%. Well, that's what he said. He's like, I'd rather watch Jim Powers than than what we got. I actually went through. 
and said, if you could have took these four matches off, which are the kind of the jobber matches on the pay-per-view, and that's like 40 minutes, and given those 40 minutes to Eddie Guerrero and William Regal and yeah. the Steiners and Harlem Heat, yeah. you'd have a good show. Changes the dynamic of the Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't write the times. Down. I wrote the times down for our normal matches. I did not write the times for these down, but most of them got like two or three minutes. Yeah. So, like, Eddie and, and Lord Stephen Regal was like two or three minutes yeah, or something. Steiners and Harlem Heat in you got a world tag team title match. With a with a title change, got five minutes. Yeah, five minutes on main event on the, their Sunday night program. You know, the free program. Yeah. So, but even still, you take these other ones off, and they're their six minute matches or ten minute, eight minutes, whatever they were. At like, oh my God. So you're gonna do Booker T and Stevie Ray like that? Yeah, yeah. You put Booker, <laughs> right. Yeah, you I mean, put you put the Steiner brothers and Booker T and Stevie Ray on main event, and you put Steve Mongo McMichael versus Joe F- Gomez. <laughs> On the pay-per-view, it's a jobber match. He was doing yes. jobs on Nitro. He was doing I, jobs on Nitro. I, I completely forgot about him until I watched this and he came out. This right here, guys, if you're listening, I know that the, the all the things that happened in the next two or three years really skyrocketed WCW. And, it's, and there's some good stuff on WCW over the next few years. But what you see in WCW in late 99 and 2000, that dreck of a program, these same people just about... Are running this shit before all the good stuff. Like so, so really, it just kind of reverts back to 1996. All of a sudden, yeah. This is the kind of ridiculous choices we're making to put on a damn card. Now, WWF's not exempt from my criticism on this, especially around this time, because the new generation is just kind of fading out slowly into a new attitude era. And, and bro, bro, you can't blame me, bro. I wasn't even there, bro. Yeah, I wasn't even there, bro. It was not me. Okay? I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to you, bro. It's not me, okay? Fucking Russo. Okay, anyway. So, let's get into this. Not Yeah, so we, we thought we'd share that with you because anybody in their right mind would rather see an Eddie Guerrero match, even in his younger days, with Steven Regal. William Regal. And the Steiner Brothers versus Harlem Heat. Come on. I don't yeah. know how I can I hate this pay-per-view anymore until... until I, yeah, yeah like until that. I ruined it even more for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but let's get into the... The, the actual card. The actual card. Now, um, I don't really have anything um, to say about anything. I don't really have a lot of the context of what was going on. Other than, obviously, the Outsiders match. Because they're... You know, this is the new... You know, Scott Hall and... Kevin Nash come in, invade WCW. Hostile takeover. Hostile takeover, man. Um, But we're going to get down to it right now in match number one of the normal card. It's Ray Jr. versus Psychosis with, just saying it now, the best match of the night. Nowhere to go but down from here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It fell way too hard. Uh, There was some good stuff on this show, but we'll get to it. But Uh, Those guys were all over the place. Uh, Very exciting. Very exciting. Match. And Ray... I forgot just how young Ray looked. Oh, yeah. Ray he's like so little, man. He's so little. 20, 21 here. Yeah. Wow. And he's already been wrestling like seven yes. years. He started wrestling at the year after he got out of diapers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. Just. Yeah. Uh, the Ray training is, wheels came off and he went into the ring instead. Ray is just, in my top 10. Favorite. Some of the bumps yeah, yeah, sure. that Psychosis takes in this match, like, like doesn't he do like a, like a, Back sent on to the outside. It just made my spine hurt. It was something like it's that. Yeah. Wild. I don't. There's so many damn spots. Uh, Ray Ray doing that Hurricane Rana from the 
was it a top rope onto Psychosis on the apron, or was it off, off the apron onto the floor? I can't remember how it went. I think I think he done it off the the turnbuckle, right? Wasn't it into the apron, it and was, then he fell to the floor. Wasn't he standing on the apron? Maybe that's what Did it was. He come off the turnbuckle. Yes. Then they went to the floor. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that, that's what it was. A lot of Hurricane Ronas in yes. this Frankensteiners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frank, however you want to say it, depends on who you are. Um, Hurricane Rana, if you're Mike Tanay. By the way, that's another thing I wanted to mention. <laughs> Mike Tanay only did commentary with the guys on this match, but damn, that was good. Yeah. Like, it was super, super good commentary with Mike, bringing Mike, because I, I love it. it was, it's, not only was it a good match with good wrestlers, good cruiserweights, um, but you brought in a guy who's really, really well versed in wrestling. And he tells the story, the backstory of these two guys. Uh, that he gives you all, he, whatever commentators don't give you, especially in AEW today, he gives you everything. Yeah. He gives you the background of these guys, the background mm-hmm. of the moves. He's telling you moves. Even Heenan's like, where are you coming? Are you just coming up with these moves off the yeah. top of your head? Like he, yeah. And Heenan was coming up with names for moves off the top of his head that were really funny. <laughs> yeah, hey, Heenan <laughs> is so great on commentary. Shivani, this is probably one of Shivani's like best yeah. commentary nights ever. And we were talking and about... And Dusty's always great. How when we did Bash at the Beach 2000, how bad the commentary was compared to like WWF in yes. 2000. Yeah, they were really good here yeah. all throughout the night. Yeah. Well, and you know, like in in the later days when things started falling apart, even the commentators didn't know what the hell was going on. So and they they're making careless. Yeah, they didn't care. Like they were making comments on air. Like, well, we don't know what's going on. This is a shit show. Like they would say basically that on air, and they were still kind of doing this. One thing I do love about their commentary is some of the stuff that you hear is right off the top of their head. Whatever they're thinking at the time, whether they care or not, and. No one does anything to him. You know, Vince has got it, like, locked down. He wants yeah. you to say a certain thing. He's screaming in your yeah. ear. These guys just say whatever. Yeah. And and it's so good. And can you imagine him yelling at Dusty for some of the oh, things? <laughs> baby, let me tell you something, baby. You ain't going to do that to me. You ain't going to do that to me. I'm dream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a club room, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you will. He, he bounced off the table. The table didn't break. Uh, we'll get there. Um. Oh, my God. That was- <laughs> Yeah, we'll get there. Um, yeah, so so uh, Ray, good good finish here. Uh, what he's come? Was he do like he goes? What was the move? It was uh, they call it Splash Mountain? Splash he's Mountain. trying to power bomb him off the top rope. Yeah, so but he reverses into Hurricane Rana, Frankenstein, or whatever you yeah. call it, and gets the pin. I Super think they awesome. called it a uh, Frankensteiner on the did they? commentary. They they I think they did. Uh, Tanay was saying both. So mm-hmm. and I call it both. It, uh, either way. Um, it was uh, a good finish. Uh, Ray wins in 15 minutes and 18 seconds. I gave this match a four star. I did too. Uh, just super, super good. Uh, definitely the best match, best match of the night. Uh, you can't go wrong. And a lot of these guys back then were, you know, these mid card guys were giving you the match of the show. Yeah. Yep. Uh, especially in WCW around that time. Let me see if I can find Meltzer, the Meltzer driver. Oh no boy. I bet I bet he he thought a lot of this one. Oh, he loved it. I know he did. Yeah. Uh, Meltzer gave it a four and three quarter stars. Oh, it's almost the perfect match. Yeah. Well, until he reinvented the wheel again and gave us six stars or whatever the hell he did. Goofy, goofy bastard. <laughs> um. Yeah. Mike Tenay coming out was was great. The match was great. Just like how, this is how you start a show. Yep. They just didn't continue. 
you know, in a consistent way. They did not. And we're uh, like, go right into one of the biggest shit shows <laughs> of the night. Yeah. Did you want to give this uh, one a rating, this first one a rating? Or did you already say it? I don't uh, know. I'll go down to your guys' ratings. I know how you guys like to go one through five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, be a- I give it a four. Four stars? Yes. Okay. All across uh, the board. Okay. All across the board. And, and on the duds? We instead of saying duds like Meltzer, we the Russos. Yeah, Vince Russo, the Russos, <laughs> the duds, a Russo. Um, Steaming polish shit, if you if you will. Um. Anyway, so yeah, like you said, uh, Kenny, uh, the second match was a real shitter. Steaming polish shit. Yeah. Uh, the Carson City Silver Dollar match. You could just call it the Silver Dollar City match. Hell, I don't. It doesn't really matter. Like it was a coin purse of of shit that you just hang on a pole that. Two three hundred plus pound dudes should not be doing, but you did it anyway. Yeah, and it had uh, zero entertainment. No, yeah, not good. Uh, big John uh, Tenta versus Big Bubba. I, I big think, Bubba. I think the intrigue in this was at the time uh, Big Bubba was with the Dungeon of Doom and he shaved like half of Tenta's hair. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. So. For those for those of you who don't know who Big Bubba is, if you're just listening to this, Big Bubba is Ray Trailer or Big Boss Man, is better known as Big Boss Man, and um, Big John Tenta. John Tenta is what was he? Shark, Shark, Avalanche, Avalanche, and the natural disaster. He was yeah, earthquake and the natural disasters with Typhoon. Uh, still better than Typhoon's WCW gimmick in the early nineties, the Shockmaster. <laughs> uh, but still not good. That character um, was literally breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Um, I don't have much to say about this one, guys. We pretty much already summed it up in the big shitter list. It was, uh, I gave it, uh, what did I give this thing? A one star. And I, and that was probably too nice, but I gave it a one star just because Jimmy Hart climbed the pole for everybody. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. He yeah. went up there like a little monkey. He come down. It's kind of funny. Cause then, uh, Tenta just took the damn thing right out of his hand and smacked the hell out of Big Bubba and mm-hmm. then pinned him. And yep. it, was pretty, it was pretty funny. Uh, okay finish. I don't know how else you get out of there. It's a, just a garbage-ass yeah. match. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, that was a uh, 8 minute and 58 second, or 53 second, I think. Whatever About 3 minutes it. too long. It was uh, uh, 8 oh. minutes and 53 seconds too long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, in fact, if I would have saw... Uh, Eddie Guerrero beating Lord Steven Regal here, it would have been a lot better. Yes. Or something. Eddie, Eddie is like also... you said earlier, even Jim Powers versus Hugh Morris. I don't even care yeah, at this yes. point. Jesus. Eddie's also one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah, he's yeah, he's great. One of the best. Yeah, I, I go half star. I give it uh, I, uh, zero. Zero. Zero freaking star. So, a Russo. You're giving it a Russo. I'm giving it a Russo. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. We need a button you press that says bro every time we give it. Oh, Meltzer gave it a star and a quarter. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what a nice guy. Uh, yeah, he's feeling generous. I also need to mention here that these, these this match and the next two, and really, well, even the, the main event, all have, if not a gimmick related title to the match like a gimmick match it's got a gimmick title like it's got a gimmick name to it it's got some kind of goop, like like the outsiders match was the hostile the takeover. hostile takeover match yeah uh, this one was the carson city silver dollar match on a pole whatever the hell it's goofy the next one taped fist match yes okay 
some Japanese or outlaw shit here, I think. Maybe some old... Uh, it is a real match. I looked it yeah, up. I mean, it's... Yeah. it's, it's uh, It didn't fit either. But it did not guys. fit these guys' styles. DDP oh. was still kind of coming in his, to, to his own. And I love Jim Duggan, but his days were yeah. over already. And... Uh, He still frequently overstays his well. The highlight of this match for me was where he's got Duggan straddled around the ring post and and he's pulling the tape out and Dusty Rose goes, he's pulling the tape out of his drawers. Yeah, he's pulling the tape out of his drawers. He still still doesn't know how to use it. (laughs) He's wrapping his legs around the ring post and stuff. Um, I'll see. This was a five minute, 39 second match. Uh, Meltzer gives it a, a star and three quarter. And I gave it a star and a half. I love both guys, but it just did not fit well. Baby, it does not do it for me. Star and a half does it for me. Um, I did like the finish where Duggan was coming back in the ring and DDP kicked the rope and, and kind of just cuttered him. Just did yeah, the groined him and then yeah. gave him the cutter. I thought yeah. that was probably the best part of the match, honestly. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And then, then was it, did Hacksaw attack him afterwards? Oh, uh, yeah. He rewrapped the tape around yeah, like the whole yeah. roll. Yeah. Being the bad guy. Yeah. Um, I'll, give wait, it a, I'll give it a one. one okay. I mean, that's I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a dud, too. It's a, <laughs> it's a pile of shit. It, it's a pile of shit. Not as bad as the last one, though. We will be at least a little nice. Uh, if anybody's got nothing else to say, we'll move on to four. And this is why we I had to ask you that question at the beginning because we're you know we're going to talk a lot about some stuff in this pay per view, but it's I will say stuff that in between. after that match, it, it, it did cut back to. Uh, Backstage, where they had a talk with the uh, the three good guys. Oh yeah, Sting, Luger, and, and they, Macho Man. And they real I mean, they all go rocking the face paint. And I hate it. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's corny. It yeah. is, and so was that whole interview. Um, <laughs> it was very much a it was very much a 1991 interview it was, in, yeah. in 95, uh, and it's like it's this over. It's over. They, Not gonna do it for me, brother. They pushed Luger. Hard, yeah. In that, like, he was really front and center yeah. in that interview, and then obviously later on, when we, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. Talk about that. But I, I just thought that was funny. I can't help but, but cringe on stuff like that. When it, whenever I really came into wrestling was really in that in the Attitude Era in the late nineties. Uh, Yes, and for WCW, it was, you know, the NWO and stuff was already there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, the guys on the mic and stuff were were, were pretty good, and I, that's what I got used to. So, when I go back and I watch these older ones, I'm almost like, and I know, I know that they hadn't got there yet. And yeah. And that, yeah. everybody I, learns... And take something and, from from somebody that came before them, but and if they're going off the if they're going off the cuff, uh, which you know they probably very much were then because it's not WWF, it's not going to be, yeah, it's not know, heavily scripted, it's not heavily probably. scripted or or contained. Uh, they they're going to have good nights and bad nights on the mic and yeah. in the ring and everything else because it's going to be a little bit more free for all. Like uh, that every is, that time is, the Macho Man spoke, it was yeah. was straight from oh it, just whatever free it, for fall yeah yeah it's just, it's just what fall. what it's just I whatever mean, whatever came out of his head yeah, is, I bet he never rehearsed any kind of because oh, no. his shit was so all over the he, place now now he, I will say <laughs> he, he probably didn't do it on Mike but his his matches are very meticulous yeah a lot of times his matches are written out they're written out like him and Steamboat you wouldn't I mean you wouldn't think but WrestleMania three. 
Yeah, him that, and that Steamboat, classic is scripted. Him and his Steamboat worked every single spot in that match down to the and got it down before they went, which is an amazing match. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's crazy to think that they did that instead of just called it in the ring like most people did, especially back then. Right. Um. Okay, so moving on to the fourth match of the night. Oh, boy. The double dog collar match. The... F- <laughs> <laughs> Public enemy, public enemy versus the nasty boys. Now, I don't want to offend anybody, but at the same time, I don't care. I don't like the nasty boys. I don't. I don't. I've never liked the nasty they're boys. Nasty as hell. They're nasty. They are nasty, and, and I know that's the gimmick, but they're not. It's not even a gimmick. It's just they're nasty. Not a single wrestling move in any of their matches. No, dude. I've seen Hogan knows best, whole... dude. Brian Knobs is gross. Yeah, um, and retarded. Uh, I'm sorry. He's He's uneducated and he's he's dumb. And then you've got the public enema on the other side, and you know they don't wrestle either. And it's Mm-mm. just now was now they were the assholes that that uh, APA that Fruk and Bradshaw right the they roughed up they roughed up real bad yeah. in that match, and that was a that was nasty. Yeah, that was a bad deal. Yeah, and then they tried to do the same hey. thing to the Dudleys, and they fought them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so. Man, they beat the hell out of them. That's so funny. <laughs> Bradshaw's a bastard, dude. Anyway, that was that was hilarious though, because I don't like Public Enemy either. Um, yes. Yeah, this match was dog collar doo doo right here. This yeah. was this is like they just drenched each other. They rubbed their nose in every bit of feces out in the backyard. Um, that did you, that once that one at the end there, he pushed him off. And the damn chain, yeah, it came off his neck. Came off his neck, and but the, 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 and, he, and so and he snapped his neck for, and it came off his neck. But it also tied up the other dudes. It wasn't knobs; it was the other guy's leg. Yeah, and about broke his ankle because he tripped off the chain. You get a bunch of unsafe guys working together. Yeah, like in, in, a, in a situation where you're contained. Shit show. Yeah, I mean, and then, and then of course the famous table spot <laughs> that it didn't break twice. Twice. He slams them onto the table, off onto the table, doesn't break, hits it like a melon. And bounces. Bounces. Table <laughs> table does not give a damn inch. And uh, then he puts them back on and comes off the top rope onto him, thank you, thinking <laughs> that 600 pounds is going to now go through this table. And it, they both bounced off. Fire him. the prop guy. Yeah. And I love, and then of course the commentary at this point is making fun of it. It's just the whole, mm-hmm. almost, this, it's like, that's the strongest table I've ever seen. Yeah. And you know, they're <laughs> the probably room. working hard to try to hold that together. Yes. And they finally get, it was off camera, kind of. They caught the tail end of it. They finally, after the match, they got the dude to go through yes, the table on did. the outside. And, and, uh, and all the commentators like, finally got through that table. I, and I'm going to give that match a 1.5. Solely mm-hmm. off the table. The table? I, gave, I, I got a the kick table out was of the, the best table. worker in the yes, match. Yes, it was. Yeah, I, get, I gave I gave it one point seven five for that, so just a little bit nicer. But it was it was uh, it was entertaining enough that these guys would just roughed each other up, mm-hmm. uh, and that table spot was hilarious yeah. because it, they deserved it. But other than that, it was garbage. I'll give it a one. But yeah, yeah. the table was the best worker in the yeah. match. It was another wasted spot. Yeah, on, on the. The only thing, on the, sti- the only thing stiffer than the guys in the ring was the table. Yeah, uh, that was uh, eleven minutes and twenty five seconds of hell. <laughs> that the Harlem um, Heat and the Steiner brothers that should have had. Yeah, um, you know, DDP and Jim Duggan had five minutes thirty nine seconds. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. I'm just going to throw that out there just in case. 
Um, uh, so I also, by the way, I, I think I wrote it down just so I wouldn't forget it, but, and I luckily remembered it, but so the, they said something, they, they started right after the match, they wanted to get the hell out off the comp, this, the subject of this match. So they started immediately, uh, plugging the outsiders match, you know, right after that. And they're like, who's going to be the third man? And you, you just hear Heenan pop off. The table should be the third man. Yeah. <laughs> the table should be the and third man. And I guy. loved that. Uh, I got a kick out of that angle the all night long is, you know, the cut backstage. And me and Gene's always like, everybody's worried about this, who this third man is. Yeah. The commentator's yeah. like, are we, are we have protection. Yeah. Is anybody going to like <laughs> get us? And I can tell you, uh, being the only one at the table who was actually watching back then, um, of course, this was during the summer, so we were out of school. I was in high school, but we were out of school at the time, but you still call your friends on the phone. I can remember talking with my family around the dinner table about who the third man was. Really? Because we all watched it. Yeah. And I can tell you at the time, uh, we weren't expecting Hogan, but I really thought because they weren't doing anything with him over in the WWF, really thought it was going to be X-Pop. Oh, yeah. Joining yeah. those two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but that would make sense, too, which he did eventually – after he came in a little bit later, he did. It yeah. was, I think it was 96 when he came in, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, a little, bit, later, a little bit later in the yeah. year, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, I'm glad they went the way they did. At this. I completely oh, forgot for that sure. X-Pac went to WCW. Yeah, he became six. Yeah, I completely six pack. forgot about that. Yep. Stone Cold would say six-pack. Told him that night on Raw, he's like, X-Pac, I like your name. Uh, X-Pac, I like your name, son, because it kind of reminds me of a six-pack. Uh... So I think we got through that nonsense. And okay, back back up the rankings just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Dean Malenko versus Disco Inferno for the WCW uh say it like Michael Cole, WCW um cruiserweight title. And I never thought I would ever say, Boy, I'm glad to see a Disco Inferno match. Right? After the crap we just watched. Hey, I'm mm-hmm. gonna tell you something. Um so oh yeah, let me uh let me read these off. I, I we're I'm getting ahead of myself here. I was gonna let you all know the the uh, Meltzer Meltzer. I, gave, I said a star and three quarters for the tape fist, star and one quarter for the dog collar match, uh, and for this match, which I did not rate it this high, three and a quarter stars for Malenko and for Malenko. Disco? And, yeah, mm, nice. I gave it a two and a half. Yeah, but it, 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 it honestly, got it's a really good technical wrestling match, even out of Disco. Uh, no one expected Disco to win this, and he didn't. Uh, but I, I don't. I'm not such a big hater on disco like a lot of people are on the internet these days and probably back then. It's I a, always thought he was funny. Yeah, it's a ridiculous gimmick. Uh, it, it was meant to be taken seriously. He's obviously a shit heel that tries to get everything. He's kind of a, you know, kind of a turd. And, of course, the dancing gimmicks, like most dancing gimmick or party gimmicks, are just there for fodder or for goofs. But uh, not... not <sighs> Uh, I think his name's Glenn Gilbert- Gilberti. Gilberti. Yeah. Gilberti. Um, seems like a, an all right guy. Uh, and he does pretty decent. He, and honestly, I would take him in any form over a lot of guys now. Yeah. Especially the ones that are out there slapping their legs, super kicking every yeah. five seconds. Uh, the guy can... Stop. Yeah, please stop. Stop it. He can put on a match. He can sell in a match. He can. Yeah. He, he worked with Malenko perfectly here. Malenko, who has no charisma, 
is one of the best technical yep. wrestlers of all time. Everything he does is crazy. Yeah, he is. He is a ama- He's a little bitty guy, a little bitty thing. Yeah, I never but liked him. I, yeah, well, because he doesn't have a personality. No, he's, he's like I Lance mean, Storm. Lance Storm yeah. is an amazing wrestler, but he's just. Can you imagine Lance Storm versus Dean Malenko? Like oh my god! Robot, you put everybody man. to it's sleep. Like two robots going at it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be a sound ass technical match, but yeah. it's yeah, uh, but ain't nothing to it. It was a well wrestled match. It was, except I thought that. Uh, and maybe I'm the only one that's seen it that way, but when Malenko went to give him that suplex, like it almost looked like it was botched. Oh, I don't and remember that spot. Went, like he went to give him a suplex, uh-huh. but it ended up dropping him head first. Oh, like a brain buster? Into the was it a brain buster? No, they didn't even say brain buster. They said suplex. Oh, okay, interesting. So it looked like it was almost a miss. You well, know yeah, what I mean, but. It yeah. made me cringe when I yeah. seen it. Yeah. Like, I, was like, I, I actually some of those brainbusters are pretty rough to look at because you think, oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually think this match they they used because Disco took quite a beating and they they used him as kind of like the fiery underdog in this. I think yeah. they used this to kind of try to toughen up his character a little. Y- bit. Yeah, yeah. Even even though he ended up submitting in the end, he got some offense. Yeah, though, and it was decent. It yeah. was some decent. He had offense. some bursts of. Uh, momentum yeah in the, in the match yeah what what does it mean when we're sitting here breaking down a disco inferno and <laughs> name linko match when we just had the shit we had like so yeah. crazy it's yeah, so man. crazy when this is this is the second or this is either this you, is the second highest rated match on the card you uh you need we something to clean your palate with we told yeah. everybody in the beginning that this yeah, yeah, this is a and, shit and, show. and and, and like, yeah, that's a good point, Andrew. Uh, it 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 really brings the pay per view view back up a notch to you know kind of keep you interested to just stay a little bit longer. You know, it's a, luckily you you pepped it back then. You have to pay for the damn pay per view, so you need to watch it all. But you know, this was live TV. Yes. You'd be like, hey, I'll change it for a while. And at this point, the free matches. Matches on what's it? What was it called? The main event. The main event. The main yeah. event is so far is still better than this pay per view. <laughs> yeah, well, well I'm at assuming this, so. at this point. Yeah, yeah. At least, at least the lineup is. And, and speaking of free matches, um, if you watch the Monday Nitro after this, Dean Malenko ends up losing that cruiserweight title to Rey Mysterio. Yeah, and that's a really good match. Really if you're not seeing. We'll I'll, I'll have to go back and watch that yeah. then too for sure. Of course, you got the ramifications. The ramifications of you know the fallout from this show. Yeah. Well, and how about that? I love that finish too. the The Texas Cloverleaf is a cool ass yeah. submission move, and and then he preludes it with that little under double underhook power bomb. Yes, he also That's used cool. the STF. Yes, he did use the STF yes. for a little while. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Which I don't know what he called that. It's just STF, I think. Yeah. Was that was yeah. that what its technical name? Yeah, is? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't. They didn't get to have the disco dance party after because he didn't win. <laughs> I know, right? I know. So nobody got to go to that. Well, Heenan, Heenan apparently has been to one, and he's he said they were pretty wild. Yes. So I mean, I don't know. Uh, you said I said two and a half stars. Meltzer said like three and a quarter, whatever yeah, he said. I, I go two and a half, two, two and, and a quarter, half, somewhere two, there. Yeah, somewhere around there. What'd you say? Two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. Okay, not bad. Not bad. Still better than everything else so far, except for that Ray match. Yeah, it, it went up and just like a roller coaster thing. It goes right back we're down. Coming right back down. Wow. Uh, almost. So, like, I wanted, I watched this match twice um, because I went through the pay per view a little bit again just as a refresher course. 
uh, when I took my notes. And this is Steve Mongo McMichael with <laughs> Queen Deborah, uh, who would go on to better things in WWF and her puppies too. Um, the puppies. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. The puppies. Um, versus Joe Gomez that no one knows who the absolute fuck that is. <laughs> They no one went knows. down to New Mexico and pulled this guy off a reservation. <laughs> so, 100%. So I do uh, vaguely. still high on peyote. I yeah. do vaguely remember him doing jobs on nitros to like the giant and stuff. But I think they were trying to give him like a uh, Antonio Banderas type gimmick. He's just a little too pudgy to pull Desperado, it off. The fat if, Desperado. Uh, if this wasn't his last match in WCW. It should have been. It should have been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, game he, over, man. Yeah. <laughs> game over. He looked a little bit lost, like you, like you mentioned uh, before, Kenny. I, uh, he's that, especially that ending, man. They they uh, they had he had him up against the ropes, and then he moved him over to the middle of the ropes, like he was going to give him an Irish whip off the ropes, and then he just like you could tell they were talking to each other. He didn't know what to do, and then Mongo basically just like. It said F you or something because he grabbed him and turned him and then he whipped him through the ropes. And then and then they did some kind of botcheroo on that yeah. too. They're, uh, both, they're both new to the business. Mongo has no business yeah. teaching anybody anything no. in the middle of the No, match. why is Mongo teaching anything? He's, a, he's an athlete. He's why a, is this match on the pay-per-view why, card? Exactly. And, and then Mongo hits... Uh, a tombstone to win, thank God. What, one thing I wanted to add Six minutes to this, and 44 seconds. When Joe Gomez makes his fiery baby face comeback, he's he's jumping off the mat about six inches, and he's hitting these chops. And if you listen to the crowd, you could have heard a pissing ant fart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, yes. was, yeah. it was bad. No one cared no. a lick. And for me, God, this is the worst match on this card for me. I it, thought it was, which the, is saying thought it was the worst match. Uh, I, I, liked, I, I liked the... The shit show pole match. Yeah, I I, I rated them. The finish. I rated them uh, both the same at one and a quarter. Um, but but and which I don't like. I I'm not a, a star critique kind of person. I'm not a guy. I'm not. I'm not melt. I mean, I'm melt. No one's melting. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, but I I gave them a little bit just because they're both okay. new. But it should not have been on this card. No, that's fine. Um, I- this is a Russo for me. This is a definitely, yeah, I, honestly, I should probably just change mine to this a Russo. This one is a, I just shit my pants and puked all over myself. I give it a negative. Yeah. Negative star. Negative star. Okay. Okay. Two Russos. That exists too, and I'll tell you why, because Russo gave it a negative half a star. Okay. So Put you're right, right there with him. You're right there with Russo. Meltzer. Uh, uh, Meltzer, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah Meltzer. Oh, awful. Thank you. Mel- uh, Meltzer. Um, yeah, so yeah, he so he gave him so three and a quarter for the last match at twelve minutes and four seconds, and this match was six minutes forty four seconds with a negative half a star. Wasted. I, I can't believe that I can't believe, it, but I needed to change mine to dad gum half a star too, or negative I, half star. I think about all the things that I could do. The thing is, if I go back minutes. and change it, then I have to go back and knock down the other ones a little bit of a peg too, and I'm just not going to do that right now. I've already said what I said. There, the fact of the matter is, they ain't good. So it doesn't matter. There's lots of things that you can do in six and a half minutes. Oh my god! But you 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 don't get that you know how time much back. you know how much time right. Eddie Eddie and and William Regal could have had in six and a half minutes, or even four and a half minutes, and and been a hundred times more entertaining. Yeah, at least something. Yeah. Um, just the entrances alone, they didn't even have to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have sure. been good. Yeah, Eddie Eddie wasn't coming out with the low rider at that time, but 
Still, come on. Nobody had a he had a low hanging mullet. Let's move. Let's move it. Let's. It was wild. Let's, let's move. Let's this move this. Piece of shit. Yeah, let's move. Let's move along. <gasps> Woo! Ric Flair. Thank goodness. Ric Flair versus Conan, who I like both of them. Man, Conan is mm. a a very 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 good talent. I like this Conan. I don't really care for Cholo Conan. I Whoa, like. I like. I like I just, I just, dude, I was huge LWO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like. I like all Conan. I think pretty much. Um, this was good. I, I don't really like the outfit really as much, to be honest with you. But yeah, it, it's very, it's very AAA Mexico for sure. Outfit, yeah, for sure. I thought these two uh, worked really well together. It's a. It was. Uh, you know, you kind of blended styles a little bit, but it kind of worked. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before that, by the way, we had a, an interesting uh, little promo in the back where, where Ric Flair was dogging on Macho Man, telling him Elizabeth ain't coming back. And it, I yes. thought that was pretty interesting. I did. I did not put that in my notes, and, but and, that was so damn and, hilarious. And, and, and Mean Jean telling her she just came into a bunch of money. Yeah. And woman macking on Mean Jean. And woman macking on Mean Jean. Yeah. Nancy Benoit. Um, <laughs> uh it's uh, oh my god! And by the way, I also wrote this in my notes somewhere. Uh, but uh, woman is the most annoying uh, at ringside. Oh my god! And, and the thing is, it's so fun. It, woman is a great ballet, I think. Yeah, she's and she's a beautiful, beautiful gal. Um, and I don't mind her allowed annoyingness, but when you put her up against Elizabeth who is also a great ballet in her own way, but completely quiet and opposite, have both of them out there just, you know... Liz- they were bad, man. They were they were screaming. Well, she was like, screaming, and Liz was just like... It was You couldn't even hear her screaming. Uh-huh. She was yelling, I think, trying to. Every time something would happen. Woman, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woman was over the top. Oh, yeah. Too much. It was too much. Um, and if you, want to, if you want to see really awesome woman uh check out some of the florida stuff from like 84 85 yeah. where she's in her early 20s wearing black leather with kevin Ooh, sullivan yeah yeah yeah, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> kevin sullivan dude talk about we'll talk about him I guess, yeah a little yeah bit. we'll get so we'll, let's get to te- we'll get to that later I'll, <laughs> I'll try and hold my thoughts um so so uh 15 minutes and 39 seconds for this one uh conan actually comes in as the uh, uh, the U.S. champion, the WCW U.S. champion, and Ric Flair takes it away from him. Yes, he does. He wins in, in 1539. I gave this a... T- I actually changed this a couple times at just trying to fine-tune this rating. I gave it two and three quarters. I think that that's pretty... I had it at three. I dropped it just a little bit. I think probably either one of them is okay. It's a, it was a good match. It's a good solid match, and as compared to anything else you're going to see on this card, almost it, it's right up there. And yeah. I love Conan, I love Flair. Yeah, two uh, and a half for me. Yeah, this to me, okay. So this is a, to me is is a good indication of they're trying to put the belt on someone to elevate the belt. Yeah. Do you know yeah. who Conan won that belt from? I do not. In nineteen early nineteen ninety six. The one-man gang was the United States oh my champion god. going into 1996. Oh, my God. If that tells you how far that secondary title had that fallen. Sounds, that sounds like the 24-7 championship <laughs> R-Truth or some shit right now. Yeah, one I man love gang R-Truth, had- but dude, dude, the belts mean nothing now, it yeah. seems like, but for a long time. Yeah, um, and that's that's your second most prestigious title in WCW. It's, oh, no, no, absolutely not. Yeah. So, yeah, get that title on Flair. Get it some credibility yeah, and go from there. For sure. 
for sure. Um, yeah. So, would you give it? Did you give a rating yet on that? Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Uh, solid match. Yeah. Yeah. So, solid that, that's match. about all solid. All solid. Um, uh, then we go kind of back down the toilet again. Mm. Um, we have our uh, we have our pre match promos from both teams here, which is the Taskmaster or Kevin Sullivan. Um and uh, Big Show. Well, I, I, I put Big Show as a as a natural. It's the Giant Paul I, White. He's I was always, always calling the Big Show. Always the Big Show, right? Uh, the Giant versus Arn Anderson and Chris Benoit, the Family Butcher, the the, the, <laughs> the Crippler, the Crippler CrossFit, the Canadian Crippler, the Family here. Crippler, the Family Crippler. <laughs> um, the uh, you get he'll get no love for me. Um. Yeah, seven minutes and fifty nine seconds for this one. I gave it a two star. It, this should have been better than what we actually got, given it, all it, the parties involved. It, it it should have. It should have. Um, it was okay until this is what I put. This it was okay. It wasn't great. It was okay uh, until that little uh, catapult spot with Sullivan <laughs> and Arn. <laughs> where he, where Arn, and I'm guessing this is mostly Arn's fault, but he he did not get him catapulted up to that corner to Benoit, and, yeah. and, and <laughs> oh god, he falls to the fucking ground. Arn has to like scoot his ass up on top of him just to get his knees up under him, and then bolt himself off into the corner to finish was, the spot. It's it bad, bad. Yeah. and then uh. and then to top it all off, after he hits Benoit, he backs up into into Sullivan, who gives him a back suplex and. And Arn sells it like Hulk Hogan because he barely gets up for him and just looks terrible. Arn looked awful. Yeah, in that in the ring. So not, not through the whole Arn match, but but so, so Arn was not long for the wrestling world after this. He was he went in for neck surgery that ended his career. So I'm wondering if something happened yeah, or, or if is, it was just like this is him. His body finally given out. Yeah, it might have been because. He man, he, I love Arn Anderson. I do, uh, but this this unfortunately wasn't him. Uh, and Giant Giants, you know, like show was good, but you know he ended up having to be like retrained. He ended up. My dog is shaking her head. Um, yeah, she doesn't like she, this match either. She, yeah, she didn't she like this match. Like this whole dis- disapproves of the bash at the beach. Um, so yeah, he's still very green. Uh, he ends up having to go through training again when he gets to WWE. Yeah. You have to put him through, and then you go, then there come the weight issues. I, I thought the best part of this entire segment was Arn Anderson's promo beforehand. I did uh, think that was, was a good promo. Arn could always talk. Now, on the flip side, you yeah. go to the the Giant and Kevin Sullivan. And did you see Kevin Sullivan when the Giant was talking? Just the mannerisms? That, that dude was like... On another planet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. it was wild. Who Sullivan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was saluting at one point. Yeah, he stood straight up when he was Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's the backbone of our and like he's, <laughs> it was just nuts. It's like yeah. what uh, okay. I'm still I'm still not a hundred percent convinced he didn't kill Benoit's family and set him up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um I love I love You gotta get kitty fired. Have, you, have you heard that have you heard that? That conspiracy? You haven't heard that conspiracy? Oh, no, I haven't. Oh my god, Chris yeah. Walls a, a murderer, <laughs> I, I, a murdering piece of shit. He, uh, he. Uh, we'll get it. We'll, that's the topic. Me and Andrew want to talk about Chris Benoit, his career, and everything involved in and around it. 
So we definitely want to talk about that. We'll do that another day. We'll do it another time. But uh, yeah, there, okay. There, there is a conspiracy on on that. Let's and don't let's don't dive in. Don't even open that. Can of <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not uh, going to. That's what I what I got on this match here is I I'm I'm gonna give it a, a one. Really? Yes, I didn't care for it. Okay. Um, the uh, I love how once the big show gets tagged in, it's game. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He just pushes on and on. He wins. And he leaves. Yeah, he goes to the and back. And Ben Wall is murdering Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the big show walks of that right word again. by him. Never sees him. Yeah. Never sees him. Then comes back out. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if, like, that be, did he do that on accident? Maybe. Like, did the big show leave because he, like, he didn't think that there was going to be... After he may have forgot activities, I, or I don't, know, I don't know, or he just he just yeah. It he, seemed odd. Yeah, yeah I put in my thirty seconds in this like match, over, and I'm done. I'm going yeah. to the back. It, it might it might have been played out too, just so they could get some heat on Benoit and get well, and get. Uh, yeah, because they had the whole thing with Nancy coming out there. Stop! stop. But he shouldn't have Which done is, it right by the Big Show because it looked weird as hell. Yeah, that the Big Show just walked right in by the same his partner yeah. while he's getting his head bounced off. The rail. Yeah, commentators even mentioned that too. Like, what? Like Heenan or somebody was like, why? Or why? Left, or Dustin? Maybe was Dustin. Like, why? Why? What was he like? Well, he's even asking why. Why was woman out here? What does that have to do? Anything? She's yeah. not. She's she's a horseman. They're trying to blur the lines. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Because of the the you know because I think was that happening around that time when she yeah. got with Benoit and, and yeah. left Solomon. I think later that year they did the promo where they were together drinking the wine and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So I think I may have actually forgot to. Did I, did I give two, yeah, two and a quarter stars for that last flare match mm. from Elsa? I don't know if I said anything on that. I, I'd give this like one and three quarter. This he gave it a two. I actually gave it a two. Um, just there were some high spots in it. They're not high, high, but there's there's some okay spots in it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, bad stuff from Arn, and uh, and of course the finish at the end. Big Show getting the win over Arn, and then uh, the beat up thing was was interesting enough, yeah. I guess. And this whatever. Uh. I, I like him. I like Benoit and the Horseman. Yeah. I like kind of the mid '90s Horseman era. Uh, guys, that was real sand. Yeah, because the murderer was like completely covered in it when he got thrown in. The oh yeah, like, oh yeah, stuck to his sweat. <laughs> how did he you look? Like how, he would just lay down. How did you beach. like the old crab camera? Did you notice that? Yes, that, yes. It, where Mongo came, when Mongo come out, just to clear out the claws moving around. <laughs> Um, I, I did like, there's a lot of things that they did, and you know, they did stuff for that for this and like Halloween Havoc. They would do, you know, the the you know the festive stuff. I like how a lot of times, like an image would dissipate into a wave, like on the on the replays yeah, like for this too. show. I do, just yeah. nice little touches. They, I think they did something similar the next year too, because they 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 came back in uh, to Ocean Center in '97 too. Yeah, they, which, they which did a lot like, of the same building, which was the Rodman and Hogan thing. I think. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, oh yeah. Also, I wrote this down and we forgot to mention this, but when he comes back out to save Sullivan, he carries him out like a child. Yes. Like a like a woman, like damsel in distress, mm-hmm. kind of just carries him out. Very odd, weird, just, dude. Yeah. Weird, about as weird as Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, um, it's like he was the friendly giant. Take yeah, my buddy. Look at my buddy. Buddy, carry my friend. Um, number nine on the list: hostile takeover match. The main event. It is time. Michael Buffer even comes out and tells us, "Oh man, let's get ready to rumble." Just such nostalgia, right? It's- he still had color in his hair, huh? He still had color. Yeah, in his he still hair. had. Yeah, he still had a little. He, yes, a little, he did. Um, little darkness to him, didn't he? 
Um, Brother Darkness. Brother Darkness. Darknesses. I should have never gave you. (laughs) (laughs) It's long before Wesley Snipes. Back then, the Murphy brothers were called them Darkness. They were the they were the blackest on. I hate the back of Wesley Snipes' neck. Because it's dark. <laughs> it's dark. Um, we don't want to get into that. Uh, yeah, hostile takeover match. The Outsiders with their mysterious third man versus the the Macho Man yeah. uh, Luger and Sting. Um, this goes to a no contest in 16 minutes and 55 seconds. Uh, the Outsiders show up without their partner. Uh, even get an interview, pre-match interview with Mean Gene, wondering what the heck's going on. And they're just like, oh, we'll, we'll just take them. We don't need we them right now. Yeah. Right, well, it'll be revealed. Just, we don't we're need them. We're good. We're good with what we got. We're good with what we got. And I, I like how they come out and, you know, the NWO's not established yet. They're actually in Wolfpack colors. Did you notice that? Yeah, the black yes, and the red. Yeah, the black the red. and red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Outsiders had the red and black from the beginning, yeah. Uh, they didn't do the they didn't do the white and black until NWO was actually formed. Um, match was match was solid. I love this match. Uh, the good thing here, and Kenny, I think you talked about it or you mentioned it earlier because about Luger, who has this big forefront uh, spot in the back. You know, doing they put him front and center. He's the leader. He's the, this, he's the leader. This, this kind of right tag. Because uh, they're pushing him, and he's out in like two minutes. He he gets over in the corner. He's on the apron, and he's fighting. Or well, he's he's with him and Hall are in. Yeah, he's close. He close lines Hall, and then Nash gets him tied up in the corner. Yeah. So so Sting's like, I'm going to stop this shit right now. Mm-hmm. Goes and Stinger splashes Hall or uh, Nash, excuse me, who's got him underneath his arm, smashes him in the turnbuckle post. Luger's out on the floor. Out. They roll his ass to the back, and yeah. he is gone. You will not see a, another peep from him the rest of the night. Yes, he didn't have a pulse. Yeah, he was dead. He was. Uh, he was dead. And honestly, if I'd seen this live, the total package was totally dead. If I had seen this live, the way they had been pushing Luger before this, where he was Sting's partner, but he was with the Dungeon of Doom, and can you trust him? I would have actually thought, well, is he going to come out as the third guy? That is a good point. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Is because I didn't have that. You know, I didn't have that context. I didn't yeah. watch it. That's a really mm-hmm. good point because that that and I don't even think they they didn't. Even think, no, they didn't. They, they didn't they, allude to it. They, they could have. They really should have alluded to that yeah. a little bit. I don't know if something something yeah, in the storytelling that would have been interesting because the only time you see anything is Hogan Hogan coming out yeah. and. And most people are, are happy about that because it was right after the low blow. Yeah, and but so it, it didn't even get it didn't even get cr- like crazy crowd buzz when he when he first come out. Well, because they didn't know what was happening, they're just like, yeah. "Oh my god, he's out! He's gonna yeah. save the day." They didn't hit his music either. No, he just walked he right just out. Walked up. Yeah, yeah, and, and now and the only one to say anything on commentary was Heenan. Yeah, because Heenan didn't really like Hogan, so he was questioning. What his intentions were, and everybody else on the commentary was, oh, stop it, come on. Don't be crazy. Yeah. He's like, well, come on, we don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think it got edited out of a of a DVD, a Hogan DVD release I read somehow. Huh. But, but I, I don't know if it's people... still on the network. People, yeah, it is. People people may not have been happy about that because they maybe they gave it away. I don't know. On It don't matter. Like He, he, he was out there for two seconds before he turned. Yeah, so he hits him with the Stinger Splash, uh, gets the hot tag, Macho Man comes in. 
Snapping necks, cashing checks. Crowds crazy. Snapping slim gems. Snapping those slim gems. And uh, crowds going nuts. He's getting the double axe handles off the turnbuckle outside to the outside to, to the the floor. Uh, really, really hammering it on. Uh, the energy's Na- high. Yeah, Na- is it Nash or Hall? One of them gets the that gets the, uh, the referee distraction and then the low blow, and that's when I can't remember if it's Nash or Hall that that, that gets distracted. The low blow. I, yeah, I can't either. I can't. Either way, they get the low blow on him. It just just kills that comeback, and then Hogan comes out. Everybody's like, what? And he pushes the referee out of the way, gives him the leg drop, gives him another leg drop, and that's when everybody's like, what? And the crowd, it's very interesting to watch. Yeah. Because, you, you know, some of them are cheering. Some of them are like, oh, this is finally happening. The, the 20-something-year-olds yeah. are standing up cheering. Yes, they're loving it. Uh, everybody else is in shock. It's kind of quiet, mm-hmm. but it's also some boos. There's some cheers. Everybody's just kind of processing this different in different times. And, you know, and of course, and this is the best Shivani's been on commentary, kind of like Shades of JR, where he just, you know, I can't believe this. This is crazy. And. Uh, this is great. Didn't even say at one point, Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. As they were going off the yeah. air. As they were going off the air, he's like, for Mike Tanay or for so-and-so Dusty, and I'm I'm Tony Schiavone. Hulk, Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. I, I think we'll, the see, ne- we'll see y'all we'll see y'all tomorrow night or whatever. Go to hell. Yes. Yeah, I th- think that next night on Nitro, he had to apologize for saying that at the time. Maybe. Like, oh, did he? Like on, on the air, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was genuinely great. That was great. I really loved the he broadcast. He should have held his ground. And yeah. Said, yeah. I will not apologize. Yeah. And it could have been just storyline driven. But right. I really like the broadcast team in this. The homerism going on there, you know, most of the time you're impartial. But, no, they were like, you know, all WCW all the way. And, and I, I really thought it added a lot to the match. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, gave it, I gave this match, by the way, a three and a quarter stars. Um, I, I thought it was a strong, strong match. The, the tag match was good. It's good and back and forth. The storytelling was good. Mm-hmm. It, I think it could have been better after you mentioned that with, you know, could have, if they would have alluded to, to Luger maybe coming back and turning. Yeah. yeah let Bobby Heenan sneak one in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that, that, uh, still great. Um, and of course the twist at the end, even though it was a no contest was so good. Um, uh, I'm mean, trying to find uh, the trash, and then just chucking the trash. Yeah, the ring. yes. Mm. You fans can stick it, brother. Uh, I did. I did three and a quarter. Uh, Meltzer gave it a three. Yeah, that's about where I'm at. Three for everything. I think the match is about a two and a half, two and three quarter. But the whole package. Yeah, for I, I'd give. I'd give it three and a quarter. I'm a three and a half. Huh? Yeah, that's that's kind of where. Yeah, maybe with maybe tied together with everything. Yeah, because yeah. that promo. A lot of brother brothers, yeah, Hulk Hogan style still, but and he he slipped up a couple times at the end because he called it the New World Organization yeah. a couple times instead of the new, he got it right the first time because you got that that sound bite you know you can call this the New World Order brother that's the one they show yeah, yeah. Um, but dude just the trash kept coming and kept coming people were and cheering people were booing. I mean, he was just laying it on and thick, and you all can stick it. And to me, it looked like me and Gene was really holding back. Me and Gene is... frustration of... Man, he just... they Him and Hogan kept getting pegged with soda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wet. Like, it I spilled mean, soda. The several cans. times you can see Gene 
yeah. doing this because yeah. he's getting hit in the yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. Nash was kind of smiling and smirking and slapping stuff oh, away. They're they were, back there. Yeah, they're back there hamming it up and yeah, doing the, ho- doing <laughs> the Hogan thing, chewing it up. Yeah, they were uh, just really getting, like laying it in. And then Hogan getting the uh, the wadded up cup that bounces off uh, Mean Gene's head hits Hogan right the side of the face. Yes. <laughs> this man. Uh, and and Hogan, Hogan, I think they were worried about Hogan doing this, and I think Hogan was worried about doing this. But when it happened, it just fell into place, and he came into it like you know, even when he was doing the you know the Hulk Hogan thing with the ear at the end, he yeah. was kind of doing it with a you know, you know like a just a a smart smirk mm-hmm. on his face in a smart aleck way, and it was I, I've heard like interviews he, with Kevin Sullivan because he was the Booker at this time, and they both lived in like the Tampa area. Yeah, that. You know, they came up with this idea, you know, because Hogan was getting booed everywhere he went anyway. Yeah. And he actually made Hogan stay over at his house that night so nobody could get in his ear and change his mind really? to do this. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. Cause it, it needed to happen. Yeah. It, it revitalized his career and changed the face of wrestling. Again, he did it twice. Yeah. Well, in, a, in a WCW a burst of life. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, him, between him and Vince... They made WWF in the 80s, the rock and roll wrestling era. Like they, and when the people got tired of it, they, I mean, even if it wasn't his idea, he came out and was a part of it again. Revolution, yeah. revolutionized the mm-hmm. air, the wrestling business again. Yeah. He had to change. He had to. Yeah. But just for somebody to do that twice, I don't care what his, his politics are atrocious. He's an embellished liar. Doesn't work for me, brother. It, he's 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 a piece of garbage. He he can't. Yeah, he can be. I don't think he's a, a terrible human necessarily, but business wise, he'll probably cut your throat, and that's the way a lot of these guys are. But he's Hogan's Hogan, and whether you love or hate him, you have to acknowledge that the dude, even if he's not the greatest in the ring, is one of the best of all time. That's why I put him on Mount Rushmore, and I, and I, I shared that with you. I think that. That Japanese stuff is New Japan. Oh wrestling. yeah, he's doing he's actually doing chain wrestling. He's actually chain wrestling. He's doing like the drop toe holds and the and arm bar. Something like, a six foot eight, three hundred pound guy shouldn't be doing. No, well, yeah. that, no see, dro- that was my always, Yeah, that was my thing with him. I, th- uh, I thought he was one of the most boring wrestlers I've ever seen. Yeah, like he just had nothing, yeah. man. Well, and, 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 he wasn't power bombing. He wasn't jumping off the ropes, yeah. flying over ropes. But, well, but and, when his music hit in the eighties, that's that's all that matters. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. His larger than life character and that leg drop, even though it's just a leg drop. And you mentioned this uh, uh, earlier off the podcast, Kenny. But the uh, the leg drop's kind of boring, but. It works for him. Like it's just such a big move for him. I don't for whatever reason it's just something nobody else can do that yeah. and just be like, Yep, that's that's it. Of course it ruined his nobody tailbone. Else should do it. No, no, Boring. nobody else should do that, no. <laughs> um Yeah, just just uh overall I wrote overall show was okay, not the greatest, not good in most places. Uh the end, however, is one of the biggest in rest in history of wrestling. What would you rate it? Total overall. Right, overall, I gave it a three out of five because three because five. because the strongest points of the night and the history making mm-hmm. turn and promo at the end, the beginning of the of the show is how you start a wrestling show. The there's a couple matches in the middle. The rest of it did, did suck, but the, the commentary the, the commentary the commentary was on point that night, mm-hmm. and and 
all you needed, just like half the shows in the Attitude Era. You could have Drek in the middle, but if Austin starts the show and Austin ends the night, it don't matter. And right. this right here was not only just the most groundbreaking thing that happened in wrestling in several years, it was a shock. I mean, this it's the it's one of the greatest, most historical events of wrestling history. So you can't help but give it a pretty decent overall rating because of that. Yeah. Just because of that. I was thinking well, two and a half to three, but I, I can go three I, just because of what the show means. So we're about all the same. I gave it a six. Point five out of ten. Yeah, so it's, it's around that. Yeah. It's at seven out of ten. It's a three out of five. That's pretty much where we're at. Yeah. Overall, it's in that saved it. it oh, a hundred percent saved it because it was would, all you needed for the night. I would have gave it a. a oh yeah, a, a one point five. Oh god, it would have been a yeah, it'd been a, it'd been a half, a start and a half or two. <laughs> you, you, I mean, because you're talking about a cruiserweight match being the best match of the show, and, which and it often was. We're looking for saving grace in the Disco Inferno match. Yeah, we're sitting here talking talking five minutes in a Disco Inferno match, and you don't even want to think about the other shit ever again. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, if yeah. you want if you want to see a really bad show like what's King of the Ring '95 where yeah, King, Mabel King Mabel wins wins a tournament, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. The guy, the guy who I don't dislike, Visser was great, but not great. But he yeah. was, he was, uh, and he was what he was. But nothing against the guy. But he's greener and goose shit. You yeah. still have him win because he's because of his size. Hey, Daddy B, Te- yeah. So, so yeah, a show like this is better than that. But it's still not Undertaker's great. Orville Bone. Um, yeah, it, it's worth the watch if you just go back and watch this match, this last match, and uh, the hostile takeover match. Solid storytelling. The commentators did great um, all night. Go back and watch that Ray match, and you know if you haven't seen that Ho- that Hogan promo ever or in a while, go back and watch that. You just, I was like, I can I can see I, during the show, I was like, I had to rewind a couple times the first time because I was like, okay, I I just can't get into this. Uh, I played on my phone a little bit during a few of those those inside matches, those middle matches. Or we probably missed the botched suplex. <laughs> yeah, which I may have. That's why I may have missed the damn box suplex. Because I was like, I ain't worried about this shit at all. This is not good. Um, but when they they um, pulled up that package and started that whole build up and the and that end match started, I was I was in it. I'm gonna watch this. Um, the storytelling was good, and then of course when that promo came on, dude, I was grinning ear to ear. This, it was just like yeah. this is this is still what it still holds up so well. Even the brother, 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 all this still was so good. I also need to make one last mention that I wrote down. I just because I just now saying that with that video package, um, long that video package was way yeah. too long. Not bad, way too. Um, WWF even at that time, WWE has always been the king of vignettes and packages. Any any kind of promo or package um, that you'll see at a, an event or tribute or whatever, you'll never top producers at WWE for that ever. And even back in 96 when things were pretty bad WWF-wise because they're about to lose the company, they, they were still had the best yeah. video editors in the, like, ever. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, they knew how to, they knew what wrestling packages were, were all about. This one right here was just showing basically events leading up and all these. And it should it, have been half the length. It should have been half the length. It was just rough. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's all I have for that. Anybody else have anything else to say? No, no. it's it's a very historic show. And, and like you said, there's a couple things on it worth watching. But uh, yeah, I, I can't 
really recommend it other than the main event. Yeah. Um, so, uh, next up, uh, on the agenda is, I think we're going to move back to WWF to get this, some of this shit out of our mouth, the taste out of our mouth. Um, I don't recall an international incident being super good. Was it on the level of be aware of dog? Is that what you said? Kind yeah. Of, yeah. You know? It's on, it's on the level. Um, there's, there's a couple good matches there. Okay. I mean, do we want to do that or we want to do something? We want to do the next one? What do we want to do on that? Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. Just kind of go in order. We can get that done. Okay. It's like two hours or less. Yeah. Isn't it? Okay. So not bad. So we're going to go in your house, international incident, be in your house nine. I believe so. Yeah. Nine or 10. Yeah. Nine or 10. I think that's what I've already I, forgot. I, I believe it's probably nine. I think it's nine because I think Bear Warrior Dog was eight. Anyway, we're going to do that next. We'll we'll have that. Um, and uh, like I said, uh, if I haven't said it already, I don't remember. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, you could find us uh, on YouTube. Our uh, any of our podcasts or other wrestling contents on YouTube. If you're listening to this in podcast land, wherever you get your favorite podcasts, or I guess if you're listening to this on YouTube, you can also get us on podcasts if you want to you know, take us on the road and listen to the rest of the show. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to do International Incident. Another six-man tag for another, the main event. Another six-man tag for the name. Anything the you can do, I can do better, but it yeah. wasn't necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're, uh, if you're uh, listening, if you came from YouTube or listening on YouTube, because we're going to do the video version of this on YouTube, um, then I, I just want to give you a quick shout-out to everybody who has recently subbed. Uh, in the last couple weeks, you know, it's you, it's been kind of growing faster than I expected, and we really, really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy these, and uh, you can you can also send us any kind of inquiries or uh, messages uh, if you want to ask us questions or get our, th- our thoughts on anything, or if there's something specific you might want us to do, uh, m3wrestling at gmail.com. You can send that over there to that. Yeah. I set up that, that, uh, that email the other day for you guys. If you uh, ever want to uh, get on the show and and ask us question or just yeah. ask us questions and answer on the show, and we'll give you a shout out as well. Yeah, we're specifically going through '96 into the Attitude Era and like '97, yeah. '98. So keep in mind those kind of questions. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do specific, yeah. If you want to do that, and if you want to do something a little bit different, just as a question, it's no big yeah. deal. But uh, and if there's a specific show you might want us to review on the side of that's okay too. But yeah, but yeah, if you can. If, you, if there's something you want to talk about in pre-attitude error and, and the attitude error, that'd be that'd be cool too. Yeah. And for those that uh, don't want to subscribe and don't want to listen to us, well, we got two words for you. <laughs> That's right. So, on that note, <laughs> we're out of here. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>